welcome to the Movie Lighthouse. Um, this is a special edition here. I'm very pleased uh, to be joined by um, Grayson Berry and T. Ryan Ward, um, who have been producing, well, your own horror films, basically. Is that right? So, That's exactly right, James. Yeah, we, yeah it's been crazy. Uh, we started with a piece uh, called Pact that happened, a true story that happened to me and Ryan directed. And we rolled right into a horror anthology, uh, trying to raise money for a, a, a horror anthology during a pandemic is a really good time. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and we shot something two weeks ago just to kind of get us back, uh, back on the map and called Unanswered, uh, just a really short horror film in the New Jersey area. And we are mm -hmm. holding audition for the first official short film in the horror anthology on Wednesday. So there you go. Wow. Okay, well, let's start with something I, um, that you sent me recently, um, a film called Pact. Uh, so if you had to describe Pact, how would you describe it? Ryan, you want to take this one? Sure. Um, well, as the name, uh, even though the spelling is specifically because there's a lot of, of films with the word P-A-C- uh, P-A-C-T in it, as you can imagine. Um, so, so sometimes you have to get a little creative. Now, I'm, I'm a fan of your films. I've seen, um, I've seen a couple of them now. But um, what I'm impressed with is, like when you're reading um, a short story, you have to pack in an awful lot very quickly, whether it be character, story, design, all that kind of stuff. You've got to grip the audience within the first minute. Um, and what I really liked about Pact was, it seems to me slightly autobiographical. Would I be right? Not that, you know, maybe the more <laughs> sinister aspects of the movie, but would you say I'm on the right track there? 100%, James. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to play the bad guy, uh, you know, for, for obvious reasons. I guess it's a more fun character. So Raphael played, played me, essentially. Yes, is the answer to that question, yeah. <laughs> okay, good stuff. So, and, and also, obviously, in the film, um, what, what I like as well is I don't believe that you need a lot of money to make a good film, certainly a good horror. Um, you need a good idea and you need to kind of believe in those characters. Um, but I quite like the design. Now, you know, your film is kind of littered with um, a few movie references, which made me want to ask both of you guys what your influences are. Halloween was definitely an influence. Uh, I think we named Sarah, the actress, I named her Lori uh -huh. in uh, homage to Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and, and yeah, I think uh, VHS more recently, if I'm talking about a recent influence, VHS, but I'm, an, I'm a 70s guy through and through. It's Paul, you know, it's, it's The Exorcist, it's, uh, you know, Rosemary's Baby. It's, it's the 70s could really take artistic license. And I think you'd agree with that, James. Absolutely. Uh, and we're still trying to get back to that. Just, you know, here it is, take it or leave it. And we're not going to censor anything. I think, I think we've been through a, an awful time of horror personally. Um, all they've been doing is regurgitating all the stuff that we've loved and doing a terrible job with it. Um, you know, I'm a huge f fan of the Candyman film and you know, it fills me with horror to wonder what they're going to do with it. You know, and it, <laughs> It, it seems such a shame um, why people just can't come up with fresh ideas, which is what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's exactly what we did two weeks ago, James. You know, 
sitting on the sidelines and trying to fundraise for, for any kind of movie is just endlessly frustrating, right? I'm not even going to go into the frustrations and the, the people that you kind of depend on and all that stuff and social media nonsense. So my wife and I were having coffee and I looked over at her and I said, we just need to shoot something. I'm tired of sitting around with this quarantine stuff. So we literally came up with the idea, you know, of, of a guy whose confession to, 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 to God essentially, you know, relieving his soul sort of doesn't cut it. Anyway, my, my point is that experience of just getting out there and shooting and Ryan was acted in this was so fulfilling and so uh, re-energizing, James, you know, because that is the name of the game, man. And it made me look at our anthology in a completely different way. And then I, call, I, I talked to Ryan after we went and had drinks afterwards. And I said, listen, man, we need to shoot your piece. Let's just, wh whatever money we have, let's just build it and they will come. That's absolutely. And how does the relationship between um, you two guys work? Ryan, if you want to take that question. I mean, who does what? I would love to. So I'm, I'm a really lucky guy. I uh, fell upon a project. It was Grayson, I believe, his first play in, on the East Coast. It was also a musical. Um, I was cast in the piece oh, as well. And, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, I became the director. Because um, that happens sometimes. And um, I just, we, we started chatting and found uh, a, not only a love for movies, but especially a love for acting and improv and not allowing, um, throwing, basically just throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks and having fun, but making a message that's uh, in each piece that, that really sticks with uh, the audience, uh, whether it's you know film or, or a stage play or whatever we work on, it's really about the message, it's about the talent, and it's not just uh, how many explosions can I throw in here, how many, um, you know, not that flesh is a bad thing, but, you know, doing it for gratuitous reasons and just because you want to get likes um, is not the same as telling a great story. And I think that's, that's how our, our friendship continued to blossom. And that's the dog Annie in the background. <laughs> Well, that'll probably wake up my dog. He's uh, it's my dog's birthday today, and he's um, celebrating by oh. sleeping on my bed. Um, so, how do you? Because there is a naturalistic approach to your films, but again, this has got to be truncated into like five minutes, six minutes. How do you get the balance between naturalism and get your script through? Do you have a very fine um, line of what you want to do in each in each section, in each scene, in each frame? And it's shot or what? I think you try to have a three-act structure no matter what it is, James. But, you know, in today's society, the intention spans are getting shorter and shorter. I know both Ryan and I are cognizant of that. And, you know, you just, you really, it doesn't take that long to tell a really cool story. And I think that's what led us to, to do the Nine Lives Anthology. So we said, hey, look, let's get, let's get nine, 10 minute short films that are really compelling and really scary. And, you know, what you can cram into that little space, James, is, uh, is a lot. And then as directors, both Ryan and I kind of share the belief that a lot of horror fans mail it in, in terms of performance. Like, it'll be uneven. You'll see one guy that's just bringing it and somebody else who's, so what would it be like? Imagine this, if everybody played the stakes through the roof. Yes. So, Yeah, the high performance always works. Stop, just stop. There's people screaming in the fucking streets, Theo. That we know. Just breathe, baby. Just breathe. 
And that sound! What the fuck is that? Oh good, uh, just a weird dream. Try to dream. A wedding cake, white mountains, powdered alabaster, blanching out the sun, just for it darkens. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Nine Lives. So I've seen the trailer. Um, and that's available on YouTube. I'm going to put all the links to all your stuff um, as show notes um, um, as part of this as well. Um, but how to, what made you come up with this Nine Lives thing? And um, is there a kind of through line through what you're doing with these nine films? Um, tell me. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, do you want to take it? Uh, I don't know. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you great. Oh, great. Okay, well, my screen is frozen, but I'm happy if you can hear me. That's all that really matters. Um, no, one's, no one's paying for the mug over here. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, the, the beauty of Nine Lives is, um, as Grayson and, and I, well, I mean, Grayson really is the brainchild of the, the piece. And then we started to weave together some ideas. And specifically, as Grayson had shared, there's, uh, we're, we're hearkening back to a couple really great pieces uh, anthology pieces from the past, and and having that through line, James, you're completely correct. Is it's it it's fundamental, and it's great for the audience when they get that payoff at the very end, where they go, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe I didn't know that uh, from the very beginning." And so, yes, our through line is um, that Nikola Tesla has uh, basically. Oh, we lost him. On we lost that. him. I'll we lost him on that most important bit. Ah, I'll, t I'll, I'll, t I'll take it. Uh, so, so James, you're familiar with with Edison? A little lying. bit. Yes. Okay. So Edison there essentially. Was a race, lied was, am I right in saying there was a race between Edison and Tesla to invent electricity? Thousand percent to create the next AC. So uh, Edison had created DC. Tesla was, was tasked to create uh, AC. He goes and does it in like a week. Yeah. And, and Edison promises him 50 grand. He shows up and he says, no, no, I'm not really going to give you that 50 grand. I was just lying about that. Yeah. So, so Edison then, or, uh, Tesla then goes to Westinghouse who funds it and the rest is history. So the through line of nine lives is Tesla's being tortured essentially by Edison because Tesla has the greatest secret in the universe you know, that we're all sort of a part of, and he's going to release that to the masses so that we can all benefit. And of course, Edison is trying to suppress that. So you see, you know, we're giving it away, but that's okay. It's, uh, you know- Don't give away too much. Don't give away too much. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I think, I think we got the other. And, um, yeah. you know, we, we flip through, um, am I, and I'm right in saying this is in the can, you've made all these films. No, 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 no. We'll okay. be shooting Ryan's first. Ryan's uh, Bitter Cup is, uh, is first up, and we're casting that Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, and I'm going to get on to asking about production things in a second. Just, yeah. um, I mean, I have to say, um, just looking through them, again, the, um, I feel this feels that there's a bit of a homage going on. You've, yeah, got, you've obviously got the uh, creepy kid. You've got the schoolroom and obviously the corn. You know, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Children of the Corn. And anything, ah. that, anything that features corn has got me, you know. <laughs> so I, I'm excited. Um, 
how the hell are you funding these things? That's a great question, James. Do you have any advice? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, through, through, through nook and crook and beg borrowing and stealing. And, you know, for instance, you know, we've raised next to nothing in the crowdfunding campaign. And that's what we're shooting Ryan's piece with. Uh, and the hope is that all of our advertising and because horror is such a, a, you know, a valuable and inexhaustible sort of subculture that we can rally these people around us to be a part of it. You know, that's, and a lot of those crowdfunding things are, are, are lip service. You know, it's, it really is. And so we are genuinely trying to pull people in as actors, as crew, uh, you know, in a variety of capacities to get them as passionate about it as we are so we can all make it together. Because it really is, James, as you know, the 99 versus the 1%. You know, if you don't work for Netflix or, or Amazon, you're like the rest of us. And we got we to gotta figure it out. Absolutely. Um, so where are you based, guys? New Jersey. So I'm in West New York, New Jersey, right on the Hudson River. I can see Manhattan and Ryan is uh, near Asbury Park. Ryan, is that right? That is correct. Um, do you, could you say that again? So if, if someone wants to get in touch, um, whether through the crowdfunding or through, um, if people have an interest or a talent in filmmaking, whether that's camera sounds, um, writing, you're, you're, you're welcome to hear them out. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean, our, our entire goal is to continue to grow the network of people that have a love for not only the horror genre, but also just film in general and, and getting out there and not, um, not just feeling like, oh, okay, I have to work with this studio. But you can go out, you can do it yourself, you can make high quality work, you can tell stories that be told, you can work with a diverse group of people, and, and it's all because of the love of film. I think that's a great opportunity. Um, you know, we certainly need more of those things around. And you are, you've been, uh, you've entered into the Hang On To Your Shorts Film Festival. Is that right? Tell yes, me about that. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're based in Jersey. I think it's their 10th year. Uh, great guys. And unfortunately, James, it's going to be online because of the, the COVID mess. Yeah. So that's frustrating. But uh, it's great to have people that believe in your work. We're, we're obviously going to stay in contact with them. And then uh, we also have a platform, a uh, pay-per-view platform called Launch, uh, called Launch 360 Media Inc. And they're a pay-per-view platform. They're relatively new. They're not Amazon yet, but they're, it's a friend of mine who finally got it up and running. It's an ad-based campaign where, you know, the ads pay for uh, to run the site. And then you get a little bit of that. At least it's a way to give back to the cast and crew and say, hey, at least we got, you know, we're on a platform, we're getting eyeballs. But, uh, you know, James, I'm from Texas. I, I started shooting and directing in Texas 10 years ago. So I'm only three and a half years into the East Coast and assuming that the world doesn't burn down around me, which is happening, uh, and I can stay alive. I'm really just trying to build my East Coast team and make films. So, you know, James, if you were to come out and say, hey, let's make something, Grace, that would be, you know, we're really, Ryan and I are sort of trying to, spearhead this film movement out here and say you know hey if you're a bootstrap person that has an idea we want to help we want to well, be a part of that so i know for a fact that laurie's been trying to get his um short film dark shot for ages which is just uh, black in various places around the world uh ah. so complete black in um various settings uh 
I'm not sure whether it'll really take off, but um, he's he's very passionate about the project, really. What do you mean? So, so can you elaborate on that project a little bit? Not really, because so what he wants to do is take a camera and go to a place which is devoid of light completely, whether that's wow. a church or whether that's um, a dentist, um, film it, and there you go. So it'll be just black in different phases, um, but it'll be in different places. He thinks this has got real potential, but I'm I'm not so sure myself. But um, we're always keen to uh, collaborate. Um, so um, yeah, maybe we'll get over. We'll get over and see you sometime. Um, Sounds original. Listen, guys, I'm gonna kind of wrap it up there. Thank you so much for giving us the time today. Um, we're gonna keep very close attention on you. I've really enjoyed watching these films, and I can't wait for the anthology to come out. Um, I know you kind of plugged. Um, your, um, you, I know you're on Facebook, and I, you know you can find your stuff. Actually, your, one of your short um, short films is on Amazon as well. Um, the, um, the I forget the name. The one um, disturbed, 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 uh, which is the one you said. Yeah. Um, so you can you yes. can get that on Amazon Prime. That's um, in the UK right now. So check it out. Also, um, we're going to put all the information at the end of this um, podcast and the show notes. But please, um, if you want to crowd, get involved in the crowdfunding, do so. And if you're in the area, um, um, drop them a line. Also, I imagine you're, you're willing to take script ideas. If, if anyone's got a treatment or an idea, you're willing to listen to them? Bring it on, a thousand percent. Completely. The, there's nothing better than uh, having a story uh, brought to your attention, especially one that's totally outside the purview of you know, Grace in my background or, or the, the world that we live in, something that really um, captivates not only our, our minds and our vision, but uh, can make the audience really excited. So well, absolutely wrote, bring it on. I wrote a short story two Halloweens ago, which I'll send you over. It's brilliant. You're going to love it. So, um, it's, it's just fantastic. So um, you, can, you can have that free of charge and, um, and make millions from it. <laughs> all right guys straight thank, to the top Jay. thank you, thank you very much good luck thank oh and one thing i want to ask you when you when you are massive movie stars um i do hope you're going to continue to promote our podcast and um you'll come back maybe in six months uh, give us an update on how everything's going i'm available next yeah, week James. James. <laughs> love it <laughs> tell us tell us tell us how we can promote movie lighthouse too james we, we, we really want to promote you and we we thank you so much for giving us the time. Seriously. Thank you. Everywhere you go, just, just say those words. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care. See you soon. Lighthouse.